Hi, hi. Welcome to the Human Design for Marketing podcast. I'm your host, Yvette Mayer, and this show is for you if you're done with cookie-cutter marketing and ready to build your personal brand in alignment with who you really are. I'm a marketing expert, human design nerd, and intuitive business coach who's helped hundreds of women just like you to elevate their frequency and activate their most magnetic personal brand. Each week, we'll dive into practical tips, interviews, conversations, and more to help you create an aligned business, a positive contribution, and of course, an abundant life. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Human Design for Marketing podcast. This week, I am super excited to bring you a special guest, Sal Dana is a visibility expert, strategist, producer, and a close friend of mine. She works with women primarily over 45 to help them show up with confidence online in video format and genuinely feel prosperous on their journey towards creating the impact of their dreams as they monetize their gifts. Personally, Before we jump in, I would like to share a little bit more about my working relationship with Sal. You have heard me already on the podcast talk about the fact that I will be launching a YouTube channel shortly. Sal is my beautiful producer. She has a background over 30 years of producing at a very high level, which I'm sure she can talk to you a little bit more about than I can. But this is someone I trust incredibly and deeply with my business and I feel honoured to have her in my life and excited to share her with you. So Sal, do you want to kind of add on that? A little bit more of an intro from you would be amazing. Mm, Thank you. And I would just like to say, you know, it's a mutual kind of admiration and respect and (laughs) which brings us to the podcast and to your genius zone and moving your you know former career of marketing and this human design element and you know I'm such a fan and you know I'm a client of yours and I love this about business today with women um particularly yeah helping each other lift each other up and rise I um I was just thinking, as you said, you know, I was a producer for 30 years and that I just used to hide out behind the camera, actually. I realised, you know, quite recently, but um, in in terms of my career, you know, the thing about being a producer from that I think is interesting and and useful in my what I do today and why I, I add that into my bio for people to read is because of the technology piece of going from celluloid, chemical, you know, film running through a very mechanical process, lots of people, you know, departments of eight to 12 um, as a producer, you're managing under under to, to create a single film. We can now have hold a camera in our hand and make that ourselves. To me, that leap in 30 years is so dramatic. But mm-hmm. the principles that underlie what I did, that's what I want to give to people to understand because culturally, you know, part of my desire is this revolution. Culturally, we are, uh, if you're a woman over 45, you are culturally, socially wired through this medium mm. to see yourself in a particular way and it's very judgmental. And so I break down those walls yeah. as well as give confidence. And so, yeah, I'm excited to be here today and to see where this conversation goes with you. You've been such right. an integral part of my journey in the last particularly three months since doing the Frequency Project. Awesome. So for the listeners, Sal is a 
an emotional generator. So she does have the wave. She's also a 6'2". And in her chart, there is a lot of energy around being a revolutionary. And that's something that she absolutely emanates. I don't think she realized quite how much that comes through her before going through my signature human design for marketing program right now, which is the frequency project. So Sal has been through that program over the last couple of months, but I thought we might wind back a little before we jump into kind of what you learned and how things changed for you over the last couple of months. How did you come across human design and what was your kind of journey towards saying yes to the frequency project? I'm going to mention a couple of women's names because I think it's important to recognize where we go on lineages. You know, this is something that I'm really, you know, aligned to is that I don't, I'm not an authority um, any more than you are an authority, any more than anyone listening is an authority in something. And I think that um, traditionally I wanted to own all my own knowledge and think that I was great. Like this is just coming up in a very masculine way. And I started to be introduced to Sage Levine. Uh, was my coach uh, for three years and really, really a huge influence on me. But through her community, I met a woman called Kenlyn Colleen who put on a goddess summit every year. And I had a, I have a collegiate um, relationship with Maria Hartsong and they would talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I was, I would sort of pick up on it, but not really. And then one day both of them said something and said, oh, would you mind if I did your chart for you, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. And they said some things and I was like, it it felt very confusing to me. It Mm -hmm. felt like it was very dense, like they had jumped forward, they understood it for themselves, they were using it, but I just had no um, attachment to it. I had, I, I was in anything, I was like, oh, I just cannot learn another modality or like, I just like, no. And is it all a bit spooky, wooky, whatever? Like they were all, you know, they're very to the edge, those women for me. Um, and they might say I'm to the edge for them. So who knows? <laughs> We've all got Absolutely. Our I had this amazing reading one day event where I got like tarot reads for me and she was so awesome. She's actually a woman from Balmain, funnily enough, uh, which is where we both grew up. But, um, and at the end of it, she said, I, I said, oh, something she said, you know, look, I'm a tarot reader and I see dead people and I can have um, cynicism about women who read the angels. And I've had to learn that each of us have our own gifts. And who Oh, my I? God, that is so true. How <laughs> interesting. I can judge others who say they see angels, but I, it's okay for me to see dead people. That is gold. Yeah, right. And I was like, it really stuck with me that, to be much more open-minded and accepting of others' gifts because that diversity is the thing that brings so much, uh, you know, just you know, just, just, just look out the window, just look at anything around you, like the diversity of everything we have in our home comes from the melding of others' knowledge. Mm-hmm. None of us come here as a singular entity of, of genius. We are geniuses, but we don't, you know, we need others. And so, yeah, I'm really grateful to them for introducing me, but I didn't resonate. Yeah, and I I wonder, uh, knowing a lot about you, if because you had gone really deep into another, let's call it spiritual or Mm self-development methodology in the journey, whether that made it more difficult to open up to a different way of thinking about spirituality. I don't know. Could you think that could come up? Maybe. I think part of it actually, bigger for me, you're right, is that there is that... um, 
but for me, the journey and the work that I do, that that healing work is very healing. It is about clearing away as opposed to um, working in a particular way. Yes, there's a an idea around being a spiritual being and I tapped in to um, the spiritual nature of healing for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I heal, I believe it a spirit, you know, that's the innate power within each of us to touch grace or however it is you call it source through um, as a healing force has been very predominant for me in the emotional realm. Let's call that. And you say I'm an emotional generator. So it's very resonant for me to be in the journey work. The being in recovery for 16 years, you know, free from alcohol and and, and all that stuff, nothing but. It's all good. It's all good. Dogs are welcome on this podcast, especially when involved <laughs> <laughs> um out they go guarding it so they um the the nothing but blood in my blood program of recovery meant that you go down a lot of different you know the, the inquiry is to have a higher power of your own understanding and so for me who was very cynical very you know hard line you know wearing louis batons walking up the red carpet of can can and other places i'm like nah this is all bullshit yeah. Yeah. And yet this this side of myself as a child was always there. I always, people would still come to me and ask for tarot. I could still psychically read into people's things, but I didn't see and associate anyone because I drank for so much to just kind of medicate my life. I didn't allow that spirit in. And they say in, you know, the program that I'm in for recovery is, you know, you can only have one spirit in you, choose. It's yeah. either going to be false or it's going to be pure. Yeah. It's either going to be chemical or pure. You've got to make the decision. Mm. And and I made the decision that I would, you know, that it would be a higher power of my own understanding. Yeah. So the, the the investigation in a way makes me rigid because I'm so determined from that decision to stay without, to stay alcohol and drug free. Um, that I, th- I think sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes I, think, I get I get resistant to other new modalities because yes. I'm frightened that it's going to make ask me to to not care about that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's such a great conversation for us to have because whether you're super religious or you are an angel medium, like there are so many other modalities, and I have mm. observed that people who are very very aligned to one specific spiritual modality can be resistant to others you know you know you're not alone also I will add that Sal has definition in both her head and her Ajna I believe or at least one of them and that for you as a listener as well as as Sal and I have spoken about this is that that is a kind of closed energy and it does make you very high in conviction when it comes to the things that you believe and therefore more resistant to taking on newness. Um, mm. you're like, I already know. I know how this works. I, you know, I have the things that I'm doing and they're working for me. Thank you. And, you know, I think all of us at some level are selfish and we're just like, got to be okay with that. I really feel that. But so when, when you started coming at me with human design things in a different language, a language perhaps that I understood, this idea of marketing, this idea of communication, this idea, I think certainly revolution when I was like, that is too much for me to accept. So there was a big, mm-hmm. when there's a mega resistance, I'm like, something there. hang on a second. Well, you know, that's not, that's fear. That's not, 
intellectual, that's emotional. Why am I afraid of that? And what I've loved about your unpacking of my human design in this kind of marketing sense is that um, I think everybody's always told me I was intense and that I was too, you know, it still occurs. They're like, oh, fuck, excuse me. You know, it's not your battle to fight, they'll say. Choose your battle, Sal. Why do you care so much? It doesn't matter. And I'm like, oh, no, it really does matter. And I think you say that I've got something in the family. And so for me, family isn't necessarily my family of origin. For me, family is the human family. Mm-hmm. It can be the family of society. It can be the family of, you know, cultural distress in a way. And, you know, yeah. So yeah. listening I, I, to you, I just want to, I just want to say it's, it's so amazing that there's still a small level of you're not aware of how much revolutionary energy you bring because you kind of went through this resistance to being a revolutionary and then you jumped into the energy of a, a revolutionary being mm. in a, in a second. Yes. Once I, once I accepted that Jesus, that's what it's always been. And that, yeah. you know, to be honest, I don't think that the feminine as a revolutionary has been celebrated Ooh, or yeah. victorious. And I, you know, part of my jam is to make, you know, that this role model revolution you and I talk about that we're kind of feel we're really moving into is that, you know, the older woman, the women eldership from, you know, 45 plus, you're not young. You get to 45, you go, fuck, I'm not young anymore. I can be youthful 100%. Mm-hmm. I think I'm fitter than I've ever been in some so many respects, but um, not in the last three weeks. I've just been, anyway, um, <laughs> gone down a rabbit hole because great change comes. So when great change comes, I go, I, I go to sloth, you know, I'm like, oh. mm-hmm. um, yeah. just, you know, pack in, pack in. So <laughs> I think that that revolutionary thing is not acknowledged when I realise that I don't, you know, Wonder Woman, you know, the goddesses of Diana, I think, which is probably why I love Kenlan's work around the goddesses and that, you know, yeah, we're, we are the generation of women, I believe, that with this technology, combined with technology, combined with accepting whether you're an angel reader, whether you're for human design, whether you're for the journey, whether you're for whatever part it is, like we're talking about, this is the moment where we claim that and say, uh-uh, this is better than these other ways. Mm. So we are doing this. And we are showing you that it's possible and we are valuing it and we will be paid for it. And one day, as I say, this will be more valuable than a Tesla car because mm-hmm. and we will stop going out into space to look for the answers when we are the answer. This Absolutely. is the answer. This is the paradise. This is the place we need to be. So let's regenerate here with our wisdom that potentially has been dormant but always present. Mm-hmm. And I feel that when women tack it, tack, touch into that dormant or latency like I did with the revolution and this is why I love human design and so if you're listening out there and you're curious this is why I think events programs are interesting if you're in business at all is it just made me go I'm owning this 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 has a very deep latent residual old yes I'm in yeah and I'm going to call on my masculine but I'm coming from a very feminine place and I will not be shown or told that I am ever tarred by a brush again. Don't be too this, don't be too that. And I left a coach because of it. Wow. You come in with too much big energy. Sorry, not for you. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, enough of us being told that we're too much of anything. Mm. And that's, you know, that's part of why human design is so powerful. I, I really believe that it gives you permission to be all of you. And if that is, I'm a big energy, 
claim that big energy. Yeah, well, I've seen you own your own shining star celebrity. You know, I've really seen you through human design owning it, in in fact, sort of coming out of the closet, I would say, with it mm. in the last month. Yeah, seven, eight months. We've got through in August now, nine months. You know, it's like you birthed a baby, right? Yeah. It's been a big six I mean, eight. I know there's four years, but, there's, you know, really. Yeah, like since I was, okay, this isn't just something I'm going to do behind the scenes or add on, yes. which I have been doing for years, but actually reposition my business and, and go all in. It, it's, you know, decision made around seven months ago and I've loved every minute of it. I've loved it so, so much. Like, even the continual, you know, I'm a line one, everybody, but the continual learning and taking it deeper and deeper and deeper. But the most magical part for sure is being witness to the women that I'm able to help to really claim these gifts for themselves and express that in the way they market their business. And it is revolutionary, that word again. It really is. And, and you know, witnessing how you navigated part of the Frequency Project because it, it's not all, it's not all. Yeah, about I burst it. into tears one day. Did I think I can't do it? Yeah, well, that's what I was getting to. I mean, you know, to really step into your gifts, there is an element of understanding your shadows yeah, and, and being able to appreciate that both, and this is very much from uh, the gene keys, but appreciate that if you have the gift, you also have the shadow and it's really your responsibility to see that shadow and push off it in a way towards the gift to really own that gift in yourself and not get caught up in the lower frequency of that essential being in yeah, there's, there's some line, um, you know, because I I don't need what I also accepted about through doing the free is I didn't need to know the two four six seven nine gene key la la. I don't need to know the language mm-hmm. of it. I just need to understand that when I'm in doubt or confusion, that I need to just relax and yeah. accept it and get. And in that, just I am in doubt and I am in confusion and underneath this is a desire to be creative. Where can I get creative? Just breathe into it, shift. Where is it aligned? And so, you know, I don't know the lines and gates that you talked about. I can't recall that. That's not the way my brain works. Neurodivergent, ADHD, the whole shebang. So, But what I know is I did it this morning. I was like, hang on a second. If I share my emotionality, which I did today, then the creativity will return. But if I hold into the different doubt and confusion and think I'm alone and I don't belong and there's no one I can talk to and I'm all, you know, I go into the hermit too much, that's not healthy. I need to say this is not working for me today. Can I please have some love and support? And it, and it comes and then the creativity returns. Oh, that's just magic. And I think it's it's a really great conversation for us to have because whilst my work is very, very deep into the marketing piece, it is also about personal branding and personal branding comes from your essence and therefore yeah. it is about the work that you do in yourself. Like you have to do that work. You have to have self-awareness and you need to be able to see where you're at and move yourself towards those higher frequency levels, those gifts that you have. And human design gives you tools to do that or, or processes and ways of thinking that can shift your energy fast Yep. And that's and that's what 
human design for marketing is about. It's about taking you to those higher frequencies and giving you language around, wow, if I believe that human design is true, if I put aside my skeptic, right? And I do this as well. Like I, I have a healthy skeptic going on. And even after all these years with human design, if I, if I allowed myself to sit in the skeptic though, I get nothing from it. And skepticism and yeah, sorry. And that thing that we do where I realized that my own I'm a personal brand, you know, yeah. I help people be visible with their personal brand. I'm, you know, I pull that out and I get rid of the blocks through the healing modality. And you know, my producer's eye gets across their content and my stylist sister helps. So work, you know, so this kind of work that I do with this huge kind of overall eagle eye vision and finding the revolution in others, you know, that role model revolution, all of that stuff is coming to naught with my own marketing. And so why wouldn't I try when I was seeing what was happening for you, Mm. accepting your gifts and using this modality and working with others and seeing that work too and your your imagery, you, you know, your visibility shift was so massive. I was like, what have I got to lose? So now I'm coming to your transits once a week because I need anchor points for my business in marketing that light me up and are fun and exciting and a challenge, but that it's juicy and it's not fucking boring. Excuse my language. So I just, yeah. you say the word content plan, I want to vomit. You say the word transit alignment to my communications to get my revolution on the ride up. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. Like, just- well, look, you know, as a general... My content guy, plan is check your check of its Yeah, for the listeners that are generators or manifesting generators, you will totally relate to this. We don't right. create in a vacuum. We're, we're not built to sit around and magic up ideas for content and, and we're not really designed to do long, like far out content planning. Where we are most powerful is to get those sacral urges, which we all have as generators, where our, our like little light goes on and we're like, oh, I've got something to say about this. Yeah. And that comes from responding. Mm-hmm. So one of the wonderful things about sharing the transits, which I do in the Human Design for Marketing Facebook group each week, uh, so if you're not in that group, make sure that you go to the show notes and come into the group because every yes. Monday... I provide information on the human yeah. design transit chart and the sun. I love a shortcut too. Like I'm super, I say I'm the laziest marketer in the world. So for you, when you see the transits, which for, if you're listening, you're not familiar with the transits, it's like the astrological chart. So with astrology, the main placement changes every month. So there's 12 changes per year in the human design chart the key placement changes every six days. So every single week there's going to be a different transit gate and that means that at a collective level that's the energy that's around. I also look at where Mercury is, which changes more frequently, but, you know, the key part of this is where is the sun placement on a weekly basis, appreciating that that has an energetic and frequency impact on people at large. And therefore... It gives you stimulus to respond to in your marketing, which I think is great for everybody, but as generator types to say, okay, so for example, 
This week we had the 62 at the in the earlier part of the week, which is all about planning for flow, which I, I love this gate because it's taught me a lot about the fact that when you have the right systems in place, when you have boundaries and you have a framework, you can be more flexible. You can go overseas for two weeks and your business is still going to grow because you have planned to have this flowy experience. So that was the gate earlier in the week. And that that gave me the stimulus to talk about how my business grew during the time uh, that I was away because I planned for flow. So I wanted to give you a, a real example of how this could help you as well. Now we've moved into, I want to say, gate 56, and it's all about storytelling. And so if you were following along, you would know, okay, effective today, the gate changed and now we've moved from planning for flow. We've moved into this storytelling energy. So it's a beautiful time to remember to tell stories in the way that you're marketing your business and potentially to connect into the origin story or the brand story and bring that back out again. So Making it tangible, this is really rich stimulus for you. And as a sacral being who needs that hit, you will know, see the transits, or you will feel whether or not you have something to say that is related to that transit. And sometimes you won't, but more often than not, I find I do. And I think it's, you can, you can falsify that, like, you know, you can do a false deadline. I, for me, you know, in business, I think as women, you know, that there's competing pressures and there's, uh, but I think having your transits and this every six day kind of check in, this is what I'm doing. And I've got a sacral urge, whatever it is. It's like, you can also say, I will find the sacral urge within me. If my business is important enough to stay, if my community, you know, the people that I'm, if I, you know, if you've got a gift that you're trying to be, to share with the world, it's important that we do that as women. Oh, yeah, it's we really important. responsibility for being the CEO of our businesses. Yeah, and 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 for and being custodians of great gifts that mm. need to be shared with the world. You know, someone out there, if you're called, someone is calling your yeah. name. Someone is asking for your work if you have the call. So, mm. you know, being seen, though, comes with human problems. It doesn't matter how much guidance we have we are human and I think in communities Facebook groups um, whatever it is uh, programs coaching these are the places where women really thrive when they take down their armor that was never theirs to have yeah and, absolutely I love that so we see uh, so given you've just been through the frequency project anything else you want to share about that experience Really fun to go through it with other women. I think that's what, to my point, you know, absolutely to my point. Really fun to go through it with other women who've got a diversity of businesses. It's always such a pleasure to learn from others. I really am strong into the hive mind. And, yeah. you know, I really do struggle with ADHD to get that kind of workbook uh, all the, the materials were so fantastic and I used, so then I learned a little bit about other people, like, we, you know, you learn a bit, oh, that six two or whatever. And I was like, okay, I was struggling with some of the workbook. I couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't get the, you know, my, my mind works that I work very good in partnership. Could you please show this to me really? And so that's kind of how I teach as well. 
And I rang someone and said, look, you know, I reached out through DM and said, would you just help me with this piece? And then the next week I reached out to someone else and said, could you help me with this piece? Because they clearly had it and they were so generous with their time and I was Mm -hmm. able to help them with something else. And, you know, I just think that that collaboration is the the key to competition in its truest word, which is we all move further together. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And it's absolutely, you know, the way of the world is, we all rise. It can be. Yeah, yeah, from the from a place of an open heart and a, I mean, I, I love the rising tide lifts all boats. And, so beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah, uh, the community board's fantastic in the Frequency Project and I will bring on uh, a couple of the others who've just been through that program because it, I think it's a really amazing way of being able to see shifts in people and, and for me the shift in Sal to go from a little bit resistant to human design to kind of witnessing how it was affecting my business and then stepping in and being so open to receive it and having those bigger shifts and starting to claim things like a revolutionary energy was amazing, amazing to be a part of. Yeah, I recommended you to Maria and Kenlin as well. I'm like, you guys, you guys are so into this human design stuff. You've got to go and sort your marketing out through that lens as well. So mm. I think... What a beautiful way to, it just doesn't feel so icky on the marketing anymore. It just feels natural. It feels a really part of my flow. So I have real credit to you, I think, for having that synthesis of 30 years of business as an advertising executive, as well as this kind of, you know, I've seen your work because I'm doing your YouTube channel. (laughs) Just the level of detail and the level of data that's brought you to see that this is a a real method that you can uh, put across is yeah. a real you know I say to you, it's PhD level I say that about I said you can get a PhD with this data and with this <laughs> this this um yeah this uh what do you call it when you you know this new creation from others that you always acknowledge them as well so I know you do and and yeah I think it's an amazing project I think you've done an amazing thing and I can't you know I can't wait for others to get through it and for it to be part of a role model revolution that's what we're doing that's what we're doing here uh yeah so I will put my hand up and say I am a line five one. So my five is all about making things practical. So I help others to take something that can feel really complex and be able to apply it mm-hmm. far more simply. Uh, and I think you've experienced that and, and that's part of the shift. Uh, if you're listening and you're like, what is this frequency project? I, I, I want more information. There is a link in the show notes to hop onto the wait list and also read a little bit more about it. Uh, but for you, Sal, I am such a huge fan of your work. I'd love to finish up by hearing a bit more about what's coming up for you and how uh, our audience can connect into you and potentially work with you in the future as well. Uh, look, thank you. And I'm excited. I run group programs yeah, where I really help women step into their visibility and almost I think see that they don't see the block. They don't see the shadow, you know, they don't understand the screen as a frame. Everybody thinks that they do. But when I really break it down and say this is such an opportunity, so we take people from not being seen to raising their rates for a start to really valuing their gifts in the in the marketplace. Let's have a look. Who else is doing what you do? What's the what the people willing to pay? All of that sort of fun. And so I try to bring a lot of fun to that as well as we do your background, your styling, your setup, your messaging. So you know from your values to your images to your messaging to your strategy, it's all covered in the group program. 
Um, and I also do three people a month, uh, take on three private clients a month, but that's now out until October. If you hit listen to this, but again, you know, there's a wait list and the group program is always great to step into. All my private clients also do the group program because they learn so much more so faster, you know, together faster. And in order to get a hold of me, you would go really to the, uh, Facebook is where I live mm-hmm. and, um, hang out. I have, like I said, the laziest marketer. So you need to get into the group. You can come to get live online. Um, I'll put the notes down. If I can add it to the show notes, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. I'll include it. And, you know, I know podcast people listen to this at different times. So really, I don't ever see myself moving off Facebook. That's where my people hang out. I know for a fact that with even with all the new uh, technologies that are coming out, which I'm so excited about and I love using, at the end of the day, Women over 50 particularly are really happy in Facebook. It's just like it's the easy tech for us. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I hang out. So if you're a woman over 50 and you want to be seen, you want to get paid, you want to monetize the magic in you and be really magnetic, then come to one of the video challenges. I run them pretty regularly, you know, once a month, once every six weeks. Like I say, I'm like, I'm in the flow, man. So I like, I put them on when I feel like it. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I know that's not for everybody, but you'll, you'll always see there'll be a challenge somewhere. And in the Facebook group, I'm always doing stuff. Yeah, awesome. And if you're listening to this in real time, Sal and I are actually working on a collaboration and there is going to be a challenge next week. So if something this episode has sparked you, I believe there's going to be something coming up really quickly. So make sure you go and jump into Sal's Facebook group. Yes. All about it. Yes, do that. And then, yeah, because absolutely there's uh, the, the group program is including uh, Evolve Your Frequency, we're calling it, it is called, and we already have women signed up for that. And uh, that's where we've come together and combined our, you know, this genius of marketing that and a digital product academy that Yvette's done, which is just such an easy way. If you had not clear on your offer, you're not clear on your product, you do not have the tech dialed in for something, but you know you, you've got this magic in you that's ready to fly and you want it out by the summer in Australia or the winter in America, this is the program. Like evolve and, and working with the two of us in a really nice and easy, fun way, I think. Yeah. But it's a great program. It's, I forgot. Yeah. yeah, so sorry. I'm so used it's, to No, just... it's fantastic. And uh, I wanted to make sure that if there was a listener out there who's like, I need to step into a higher level of confidence and get more visible and also monetize my magic, yeah. that there is an amazing yeah. opportunity uh, coming up. And Sal will be leading a challenge real soon on that. So thank you so much for joining me, Sal. It has Thanks been for having me. awesome. Uh, we're going to wrap up. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. If you have questions, always jump into my Instagram DM. Yep, even though I'm over 50, I use Instagram. <laughs> um, You're great at it. You've been on it. You're so good at it. Yes, of course. I yeah, mean, many totally. women do. I'm just saying it's a comfy space. Yeah, totally. I get it. Okay. All comfy right. space yeah. for the invisible. <laughs> yeah. invisible. Invisible to visible. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to the Human Design for Marketing podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, tell your friends, and extra brownie points, go leave me a review. I would so appreciate it. 
There are heaps more resources in the show notes. I can't wait to be back in your ears again soon. Bye for now.